are so excited. We are the Home Murphy's Podcast, and I'm Rachel, and Amber's here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and we are diving into another Hallmark original series. We're looking at the latest season of The Good Witch. Prudid, one of our Twitter friends, agreed to, uh, Georgia speech um, from Twitter, Georgia, agreed to come on our show and be our uh, Good Witch co-host for this, uh, for this uh, season. So we're really excited. So Georgia, why don't you uh, introduce yourself uh, to the podcast? Oh, gosh. Okay. Hi. Uh, my name is Georgia. I am a huge Hallmark fan, and I love Hallmarkies podcasts, and I love Good Witch, and I was super, super excited to be asked to be the correspondent for Good Witch, um, and I don't really know what people want to know about me because I just love Hallmark a lot, and honestly, that's what I talk about, like, most of the time, yeah. and I love, you know, in sync, which is important. It's very important. It's Georgia important, and I you know? first became best friends forever <laughs> over the our shared love of in sync, and then, which obviously and naturally um, progressed into our mutual love of the Mickey Mouse Club. So, Duh. what are you gonna and do? And it's important, important, important. I mean, yeah, priorities. Can't deny that kind of connection. Yeah, of course. <laughs> So when did you uh, start getting interested in Hallmark films and uh, television? Hallmark, uh, I think it was 2012. Yeah, because I got super into Bride for Christmas and Window Wonderland. And uh-huh. I was just like, oh I was, oh, I was super into it. And I had never watched them before except um, when did, oh gosh, A Carol Christmas with Tori Spelling. Do you know that one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Georgia, you know we know that one. <laughs> I, I know you know that one, but they don't show it a whole lot. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, I watched that like Hilarious. when it was originally on. And so I was, I was some little kid watching that movie. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this movie. And I didn't know where to find it for, you know, probably 10 years. And then 2012 rolls around. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what are these movies? And I just got so hooked just right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was, there was a whole lot going on and I just ended up kind of watching Hallmark movies instead of doing maybe more important things because I just, it's so fun. It's so easy to get just completely sucked into them. Yeah, Absolutely. Really is. Um, yeah. I would make the counterpoint that there is nothing more important than watching Hallmark movies. Obviously. But, <laughs> but like yeah. I had like college stuff to do and everything and like I just. I said, okay, but there's a new Hallmark movie on, um, so I'm going to watch that. And my niece was about a few months old, and I was like, okay, she's crying, but I need to watch the Hallmark movie that's on now. So, you know. I completely understand. You just were making the right choices, and society might not have understood, but you were, you know, a pioneer. You're so right. You just get it, Amber. You know, get it. So, have you been a... You've been a Good Witch fan from this from the start. I always enjoyed Good Witch. Yeah. Oh, actually, I got <laughs> I got into it on the first season season finale, which was probably a really poor choice because I just said, oh, "Okay, I'm going to see what this is about." And I watched the last episode, and I was, of course, it's torture because then it's a whole other year until you get to watch it again. So I had to catch up on everything <laughs> and try to like acquaint myself with it. So I got have some of the movies, watch the movies, read up on it. And then from season two onward, I've just been you a good took, witch enthusiast for sure. You took the same approach that I had the sign sale delivered. I watched the, the <gasps> no. most recent one first and then went back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty 
good way to which go. is like such an irresponsible way to do it because then you don't know what's going on but yeah yeah it's 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 good i i approve <laughs> so cool okay yeah. well so we're gonna talk just briefly we're not really gonna talk that much about the movies here we're gonna talk about the uh uh we, we might do a separate thing maybe and talk about the movies but uh but we'll just briefly talk about them so there were there were 10 there's been 10 movies in total and uh the first one was in 2008 so it's 10 years which is pretty amazing and uh, if you guys want to learn more about, uh, I don't know, The Good Witch and all things Good Witch, make sure you listen to our interview with Catherine Disher that posted this week, because it, I think, honestly, is one of our best that we've ever done. It, she was just the best. So definitely check that out. But she talks about the experience of the first movie and, uh, and just the experience of, you know, 10 years uh, with the same cast, crew, everything. Uh, so it's pretty remarkable. And, uh, and so... Uh, Amber, have you seen all of these movies? I have, yes. Um, so yeah, I've seen all the movies. I've seen all of the shows. I'm pretty good. But honestly, true story, I had only seen Good Witch Spellbound until like a month ago. Yeah. And then I caught up. So what did you yes. think of the movies part of it? Um, the movies were pretty fun. I didn't love a lot of the plot lines, like the like the guy who was like trying to steal gray house okay guy um but for the most part they're pretty fun i do think that i like the series more than i like the movies because there's you know there's an arcing storyline and you know of course i binged all the movies so it was like watching a show where nothing happened <laughs> really i mean like jake and cassie got married and all that stuff but that's about it. That was the arcing storyline. So, you know, whatever. But I do, I really like the series more. Um, it also gives yeah. Martha a little more time to shine on the TV series and hashtag Martha is queen. So yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't have the series more than the movies yeah. though. What do you think, uh, George, about the movies, of the ones you've seen? Um, yeah, I, I like them obviously because they're Hallmark movies. Um, but I do prefer the series. I, I like the movies because they're, they're just, they, they do have a charm to them. You know, they're, they're easy to watch and they're nice and they're, they're always positive, which you like. Uh, but the series, I think it does have, yeah, it has more of, a, I don't want to say like a kick to it, but it just kind of has, it gets you hooked, I think, more easily. And so I can see why they made a series off of the movies. But then to actually prefer the series, I think is pretty cool because I don't know. I really look forward to it every year. Yeah. I'm really excited when it comes on. <laughs> yeah, I had hadn't seen the series until uh, Spellbound came on, and then I watched the the series, and um, and so I enjoyed. I really enjoyed the movies. I looked forward to them every year. But I have to say, now that I've been able to compare the two, um, or every you know so often that they did one. Yeah. Um, now that I'm able to compare the two, I do think it works better on an hour format. Uh, yeah. the, um, uh, the movies do feel a little stretched out. They get a little slow at times. Um, uh, so I think that the pacing is just a little better for a one hour, one hour person. Mm -hmm. So I agree. I agree with you. We're going to dive in and just talk about the characters of uh, the Good Witch here. Uh, and um, the biggest change from obviously from movies to series is that uh, Jake, played by Chris Potter, 
I couldn't be on the show because he was busy in Heartland. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, so they had to kill Jake. Very sad. Very it sad. was really sad. Yeah. <laughs> and and props for Bailey Madison because she did a really good job, I think. Yeah. Uh, and basically, sort of the family layout of this series: you have Jake, who had two children, uh, Lori and Brandon, <laughs> and you do see Lori in season one in the Halloween movie and you see Brandon uh, played by two different actors in the movie slash series and he's in he's in the series and um, so we'll talk about him Uh, and then you have Grace who is the uh, so those are both Cassie's stepchildren and then you have uh, Grace who is the daughter of Jake and Cassie um, and then the other family is George, who is, who is the father of Jake. <laughs> no, he is not actually <laughs> Jake's father. He is Jake's father-in-law. He was the dad of Jake's first wife who died, which makes Grace calling him grandpa oh bananas. <laughs> that's totally wacky. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so that's sort of the family structure we got going on here. Um, but, uh, yeah, what do you think about that, about Jake? And I guess, how do you, I don't know, do you think that the, did you miss Chris Potter at all from (laughs) the series? (laughs) I, so I obviously probably had the least amount of experience with him going into it because, I mean, for me, like, sure, everybody, I had seven movies with him, but it was like, two days. So I was like, not that attached. Um, and so I didn't really miss him too much. I mean, I, it's obviously really sad that he's dead. And I think they have done a lot of really nice things, especially with grace where like, Mm -hmm. you know, she's moving on with her life. She's having a happy life, but she'll have those moments where, "Mm, but my dad's not here. Um, and so I really appreciate that appreciate I really appreciate that um appreciate show um but I uh I super I like that we're able to explore that it gives Grace and Cassie both frankly a bit of a depth that they probably wouldn't have which helps I think Mm -hmm. makes the show this tv show better than the others um Mm -hmm. and I I'm just gonna go out on the record and people can hate me if they want um we got an excellent upgrade for Brandon from that kid who was Brandon. Yeah, from oh, come at me, Matthew Angel. Knight lovers. But to yeah. be fair, to be fair, Matthew Knight was like a little was like a kid who grew up to be yeah. like a teenager-ish kid. And then like Dan Jonette, or however you say his name, is like a man. And I love him. So so I mean, in his defense, it was they weren't fighting fair there. But I do have to say, I miss Lori a lot. Mm-hmm. I really, I loved that she was in the show and I, I liked what they were doing with her character on mm-hmm. the TV series. So I'm kind of sad that they dropped her and I hope that yeah. in the future she can like come back for a guest episode. Mm-hmm. But Georgia, did you, how do you feel about that transition? Uh, yeah, I think, I think if I had been more into the movies um, beforehand, I probably would have been way more upset because watching it, starting it off that way, it was so harsh and it was so, it was sad to see them obviously go through that, especially Grace, because she's all 
little and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I'm being honest, I pref I prefer the series in that way too. I like the relationship with Sam and I like, I just, I think it gives it an interesting kind of perspective mm -hmm. where they're both single parents and everything. Um, and I don't really know what they would have done if, if Jake had still been around, honestly, because they had the buildup to Cassie and Sam was how many seasons, you know? Yeah. And so that ended up being yeah. such a huge part of the storyline. But then there was also so much else going on. Um, and I, I have no problem with Jake, obviously. I, I like the movies and everything. But I just I love the series the way that it is. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I do think if you were into the movies beforehand, it probably was way harder to watch it originally to see Jake not there. Because that, that was sad. Yeah. yeah. It was really sad. You just blame Heartland. I mean, it's all Heartland. I know. He wouldn't leave. I mean, frankly, I blame Heartland for a lot. So <laughs> mostly I blame Heartland for being Heartland. <laughs> what, what problems do we have with Heartland? Oh, I just think it was like crazy boring. But like, to oh, be okay. fair, I didn't get past four episodes. But in my defense, they should have given me something to be interested in within those four episodes. <laughs> You know, well, that's true. We can talk about Good that point. in our Heartland episode. But, um... No! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, make her watch it! Make her watch the whole thing. There how many... Sorry. See, board. the thing is, like, for me, if I watched all 11 seasons of Heartland, I'd be like, so now what? Because I am... Like, you know how people are like, I ran a marathon. It's like how I do extreme uh, sports. Like, my extreme sports is, like, binge-watching. Like, I could out-television anyone. <laughs> See, I almost, there's very few things that I, I like binge watching. I think the 24 is like the best show ever to binge watch. There's a couple ones like that that like yeah. have all these cliffhangers and stuff. But for the most part, I just, I don't know, just find it exhausting. It's not like I just feel accomplished yeah. when I finish watching a show. Like <laughs> I feel like I have done my part yeah. when I am the person who has like, haha, I watched all 11 seasons of supernatural there's now 18 more haha -ha, i can do it <laughs> like <laughs> um so well let's backtrack a little bit actually and let's just talk about cassie as a character okay so uh we have Catherine bell as the lead she is the good witch um, Catherine bell rachel's girlfriend uh and not like <laughs> You know what I mean. I mean, and she—they're like best friends. Cassie is really Kath Catherine Bell is Rachel's best friend. They've never met or spoken, but they have this unspoken thing where Friendship. Rachel yeah. adores her, and Catherine Bell doesn't know we exist. I mean, it's like a classic friendship. <laughs> I do really enjoy her, and she has had a storied career, right? You had she was on Army Wives for that that show, which I thought was a pretty good show. She was on um, uh, JAG, uh, and that was a pretty good show, I think. Um, and uh, I don't know a, a number of other things. And uh, she is the lead here. And what do you think of Catherine Bell here as the as Cassie, Georgia? I couldn't see anyone else playing Cassie. I mean, I just, I don't know. I actually haven't seen her in a whole lot of other stuff. So I kind of just think of her as Cassie. Like, it's the same person to me. Um, and she's so believable and you trust her. 
like you see her and she says something, something's going to be okay or you'll find your way or whatever advice she has. And you just go, ah, yeah, Cassie, it's true. Like that person will find their way. That person will figure it out, you know? And yeah, I mean, I don't know how anyone could have any issues with her as Cassie, because I think Cassie's the heart of the show Mm -hmm. and she's, she's so kind and wise and just her shop is so pretty. So pretty. And she works so much. I mean, she has a shop and she has an inn and she has a family and she has all the stuff that she's doing and she's never like, Oh, I need a day off. She works all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cassie is who I think we all should strive to be like, someone who is super helpful and selfless, who's genuinely interested in other people's stories and their problems and wants them to have like the best success and best life they can for themselves. And like, whilst doing that, she's like this very responsible, loving, caring mom. And like, this is going to be controversial, but I think Uh maybe Cassie and Grace have the best mother daughter relationship in the history of television, come at me, Gilmore Girls. But like, but because because you know she's so responsible, but she's like wise. But they're still friendly. They still like enjoy having time with each other, and yeah. and they are just like the best. We I love them. The Cassie is a really good listener. That she actually. Uh, pays attention to her daughter and is interested in what she has to say, which definitely is not always the case with uh, with Lorelai. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> For sure. Don't uh, start on that one. <laughs> I like I like the Gilmore Girls just fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think their relationship is really sweet um, here. And yeah. uh, and what do you think they describe it in on Wikipedia and everything else as intuitive charm? as her magic <laughs> what what how would you describe does that does that capture the magic in your uh, in your mind uh, amber i mean aside from her putting the whammy on the dog in the first uh movie yeah exactly i mean she doesn't even do like she's just like kindly meddlesome frankly it's like that was how i would describe her magic is just kindly meddlesome because she like <laughs> She gets up in everybody's business like the people of Hope Valley, except for she doesn't do it in like a pushy, like, I know so much more than you and do what I say and here's my kid and now you have to do what I say kind of way. Our haters going to hate that. But she, uh, what she does is she says like, oh, interesting. I also really like flowers. You should spend some time looking at flowers. And then the person's like looking at a flower and then they think to themselves, Ah, yes, I have this epiphany about my own life. Like, she doesn't teach people the lessons. She nudges people into a situation where they will learn the lesson themselves, which is way more effective in the long run and also the best. Yeah. It's really, really sweet. Very charming. And yeah, she'll like have... No pun intended? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She'll have like uh, a a guy that... uh, uh, that she thinks should be with a particular girl and be like, so have you been interested in reading lately? And then he'll go down to the books and, oh, there's the girl, you know. <laughs> That's, it's kind of, a, kind of how, how like the version of magic. Yeah. yeah, like the most overt she ever is is like, hey, I have this supply. Will you just drop it off for me? Thanks. And then wherever they drop off the supply is something 
you know, they, they should do for their own benefit and good, but so funny. It's the best. Like, Mm -hmm. and then obviously it's just, it's just so nice. And like every episode, I'm just like, this is the kind of person I'd want to be just super kind and meddlesome. That is exactly what I want to be. Yeah. You can be. You can, Amber. You can do it. I mean, I could pretend to be super kind. <laughs> as long as you get that meddlesome part down, I mean, it, yeah. it, the kindness will probably just follow, you know? Uh, probably. It's too, ex- it's too exhausting. To, like, I have enough problems. <laughs> I can't deal with other problems. I'm like 100% a Martha. So, like, Martha's nice and all, but also Martha's kind of like, uh, and I care about your problems and I want to help but also I'm going to kick the crap out of Blairsville. Like that's me. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about that's Martha. Me. Yes. She's the Catherine Disher has been on the show from the beginning, her um, from the very first movie and also uh, Peter McNeil. I think he's been in everyone. No, he was not in the first one. Oh. I'm fresh on this. Cause I just watched them all. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Also, okay, I do have to ask, do we have any idea, I know this is a sidetrack, do we have any idea what happened to George's wife? Oh, yeah, no. Do they ever, they never say, I'm assuming she's dead because they don't say. Oh, did she, like, go visit her family or something somewhere? And then well, in the movie, she visited her family one time. Oh, you're but, talking, oh, okay. But in the TV show, she's just gone with no yeah. explanation. Yeah, I guess she's just gone. That's yeah. true. The carnage. Something else to do. I don't here. know. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. So Mayor Martha, she is the highlight of the show. I think for at least for Amber and myself, uh, definitely for me. Uh, she's so funny. She's so I uh, I I don't know. But there there are moments of you know heart with her because she's just not all catty, which is so much fun. But I particularly liked in. Uh, the second season, her having to say no to her son, I think that that storyline was really was really a big one for her character and showed a lot of growth for her. But she's just she's just great. I love her. Yeah, yeah. Also, her son was the worst, and I still don't believe that he's not the worst. Like, I don't know if it's fresh for you guys, but in the first movie, her kids literally spray paint and defile Cassie's shop and then break her windows like her kids are the monsters plus where's the other kid like she like did the other one die off too with George's wife Uh, because they talked about it I heard I heard people talking about it during the last season oh no I need to go back and do all the research and read everything because this has been discussed and it was like where is where's the other kid and I was I don't know Michael but yeah. but yeah, I mean, I mean to be fair, maybe they are just bad influences on each other, so they can't be friends because they'll just you know vandalize another place. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Michael ends up getting married at the uh, end of the, the end of the season three, and that was a lovely moment for her character as well. Yes, absolutely. and uh, it's uh, she's just great. I don't know. What do you think about Mayor Martha, um, Georgia? Oh, she's hilarious. Yeah. The one when uh when she lost her voice. Uh, yes. You guys so know. Funny. Oh my god. And I was, it made me so uncomfortable because I was like, she has to be able to talk. She yeah. just talks all the time. And it made me like 
super anxious for her because I want her to be able to speak. But I love, honestly, I love the character development of Martha to go from not trusting Cassie, not liking Cassie, to now she she loves Cassie. They're, you know, not best friends, but they're friends. And I yeah. just think that's really cool. It was a really, I think, interesting way to play the character. And the fact, oh my gosh, the fact that she's Mayor Martha is just my favorite. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so funny it. because my first exposure was Spellbound, right? Where, May- where Martha's the mayor. And I'm like, she's just the mayor. And it seems yeah. so established. And then I go back to the movie and they talk about Mayor Tinsdale, oh, yep. the first movie. And it's her husband. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> when does she become the mayor? Yeah. And then I keep watching the movies. And then I'm like, Cassie's the mayor? What? <laughs> so weird. And then now it's, you know, great. And Martha's the mayor. And it just feels like this is the way it should have been the whole time. So I'm glad that they finally got there for the series. But yeah. it's really yeah. funny. But I do love that laryngitis episode. It's so funny. <laughs> I love the way that she's like angry at Sam. <laughs> because he didn't follow his directions and then she loses her voice she can't talk at all oh it's so funny and she said in our interview that uh that she had actually gotten sick that week and or that uh during the filming so she was actually losing her voice which is very very funny (laughs) so and so i went back and listened to it after watching i mean I went back and watched it after listen after the interview. Yeah. And like you can hear in her voice that she is sick. So it's very it's excellent. It's the best. Yeah. Maybe it is the best episode of the whole show. Maybe. It's my favorite for sure. Let's say it is. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the wedding was really good. Um, I mean, because you got the proposal, uh, and you have the wedding, which I thought was really nicely done. Um, but uh, but I think uh that, uh, yeah, the laryngitis episode is my favorite, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay, so uh, then we have, so we mentioned Brandon, but uh, he is married to Tara, uh, who's played by Ashley Leggett, uh, or Rebecca Dalton, this switches off. Um, Anyway, in this last, uh, they've had, they had a thing where they thought they were pregnant, but then, and he was like freaking out. And then I, and then it turned out they're not. And then she was disappointed. He was excited, but then she was mad at him for being uh, excited. And uh, anyway, so they've had sort of conflict in their relationship. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on them? Um, not really. Like, I feel like a lot of their storyline is kind of lame. I get that we have to have it because he's Brandon, uh-huh. but I would be fine if, like, I would just, I just feel like we spend a lot of time on Brandon and Tara and their storyline of, like, I, we're, now we're going to just try to have a baby but not talk about it ever, but it's, like, our main story point is just not great or well handled. So, I mean, they can either choose to make it more interesting or have us spend less time on it which is, I'm fine either way. I would really have loved it, though, if Lori were still in the show and we got to split focus between Lori and Brandon and see what's happening in Lori's life. And I know it's not possible, plus it would be weird considering Derek was, like, 20 when she was, like, eight. But I would have loved for Lori and Derek to fall in love, but it would not make sense or it would be really weird. Yeah. End, so don't, yeah. It won't happen. But I see but. where you're coming from. I totally get why you would want that, but like, yeah, it wouldn't have worked. No, it, it, and it would be like bananas. So no. 
but I did Maybe kind of use some of it. I did kind of like though the idea that like he feels like he's being honest about how he really feels, and that's like a important thing. Yeah. But like she doesn't like his honesty, and yeah. so I don't know. As I, I'm not married, and so it's like it, I sort of wonder to myself, like, would I want somebody to? like pretend to not be excited to spare my own feelings or do I want uh, them to be honest about how they really feel and then I have to deal with it I don't know I mean yeah. maybe he could be a little bit more tactful about it maybe yeah, I don't yeah. know I think it's an interesting it's an interesting thing but yeah I probably love too much time spent on it yeah and I think their best episode was the episode where they go and have dinner with the Tinsdales Mm -hmm. And yeah. they learn that, like, you fight and you have to fight through it. Otherwise, yeah. it's over. That so, yeah. that was a good episode for them. And I think it was one of the last episodes that they were in. Mm -hmm. So, I'm hopeful that they can have a good arc in season four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Then we have Sam uh, on the show, played by James Denton mm -hmm. of Desperate Housewife fame. Um, and uh, he's the town doctor. And he's very hunky. I think that James Denton is definitely one of the hottest, I don't know, what, 50 plus men. <laughs> like, he's a very good looking guy, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think, uh, Georgia? Well, I will not comment on his hunkiness because I, I, I respect him as an actor. I'm not attracted to him. I, I, get, that he, I get that he's, you know. I have no problem with them. I'm not like, oh. James <laughs> but Dutton, like, but you're a like, child, oh, like James Georgia. Dutton. I'm not a child. It would be like if, if it would be like if Lori were gonna marry Derek. <laughs> it's, it's inappropriate. I'm, I'm the oldest on the podcast, so this is okay. <laughs> I can say that that he's hot. I just, oh, it's totally, just oh, as an actor. I think I can. Both things can be true. He's like. That's totally actor. not what I'm saying. Absolutely not what I'm saying. That's not my point at all. I'm just saying that that's like those are my only feelings about him, or as his his acting abilities. I'm not going to um, uh, comment on his, you know, his hunkiness because I personally don't have any like, yeah, any like James Denton. Like if you're talking Colin Farrell, like I'm I'm all over that. But like oh, you know, that, that's, that's that's my cup of tea. That's but uh, yeah, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Fair enough. But not so much the James Dentons, but I get it. I get it. And I love them together. I really didn't think I would like him. I really didn't because I hadn't seen him in, oh, I'd seen him in stuff, but I wasn't like a James Denton fan. Mm -hmm. And then he comes on there and I was like, ah, oh, he's like annoying. Like he's a little doctor and he knows everything. And then he starts kind of like warming up to Cassie's, you know, advice and her knowledge and everything. And I was like, okay. And the two of them together are super cute. Yeah, and then yeah. when they end up together, I'm, I'm like squealing because I just, I really surprisingly like them together. I didn't think it was going to be my favorite thing. And the way he tries to take care of, of Nick, you know, because there's all the drama with the son and everything. And, and it was just, yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoy him on the show. And now I actually look forward to seeing him on there, which I, I didn't have a problem with him before, but like I said, I wasn't like a James Denton fan going into it. Yeah. Um, and I just, I like the character. I like the, the sort of conflict that they can have where Cassie knows her stuff and he knows his stuff. And then they kind of have to come together and work together. And there's always a middle ground, except Cassie yeah. knows more. So it's fine. <laughs> I think they are, they do have pretty good chemistry. Yeah. I agree, I agree with you. 
what do you think about Sam, Amber? Um, yeah, so I like Sam, and I really like their relationship between Sam and Cassie, and I like the relationship between Sam and Grace, and I like the relationship between Sam and Nick. So, like, this just, like, boom, <laughs> slam dunked right there. <laughs> Sam um, teaching Grace how to drive is the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah. Oh, it was great. my gosh, yeah. Um, but I, so what I really like about the relationship between Sam and Cassie is I'm not sure if that was necessarily the direction they were planning on going. Like you'd mm-hmm. think it would be because he was the star, but they have that whole like Ryan plot line and that Stephanie plot line. And then yeah. it was also, they were kind of trying to make it seem like Grace and Nick were going to be a thing. Yeah, so I'm yeah. very curious if like the writers went in, they wrote and they kind of were thinking, you know, Ryan and Cassie will be a relationship that we can grow and Sam and mm-hmm. Stephanie will be a relationship that we can grow and then Grace and Nick can be a relationship. And then they finally were like, oh, but look at their, look at this good chemistry and banter they have together. Mm-hmm. So that they, I think they said, okay, so this is how we're going to go. Cause it's yeah. just following the natural chemistry and flow of the show, which I approve exactly. of. Yeah. I think I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Um, so yeah. So let's talk about, about Grace played by Bailey Madison. Um, she had been in a number of Hallmark movies before this. Yes. Um, Bailey Madison is like one of my favorite human beings in the cinematic universe. Like, uh, she, I've loved her since she was like a baby, basically. I mean, she's been in- How far back are you going? Bridge Terabithia. Oh, okay. Oh, you watched that. That's so bad. Oh, my God. Uh, but she was amazing. I know, but it's just like crap. it's Yeah, just tears, just tears. Oh, but she oh. is so amazing. And then she was in, like, Saving Sarah Kane. And so, like, I feel, like, super invested in her career because yeah. I've watched her since <laughs> she was, like, a baby. And she is yeah. always good. So yeah. she does such a great job. And, um... Where I really fell in love with her, and Rachel's going to hate it because Adam Sandler's in it, was in the movie Just Go With It. And Bailey Madison- We're so best friends. Oh my God. Yes. Sorry. I know. I know. Georgia, we are best friends. Rachel hates everything that I love. Not everything. (laughs) 95% of the things that I love, Rachel doesn't doesn't have an opinion on. Um, But she is so funny. Way more things that I love. I mean, let's just get that out of the open. Like, the list of things that I love that you hate is way longer than the list of things that, you, that I don't we'll like. We'll make a list. We'll make a list. Not um, even close. Do it. Well, Georgia, I'm sorry. Sometimes, sometimes Rachel and I fight. <laughs> and that is so false. Yeah, but I... <laughs> but I really love her in that movie. And then so I think great. she has... I think Bailey Madison has really like grown very nicely. I mean, I feel like she's making good choices as far as the movies and things that she's choosing because they're not too, they're not too troublesome. I think I would be really worried about her. if She was taking on like worse movies Um, because I feel like this is allowing her to go from being a very good child actress into being someone who can have a very good and sustainable career. And also like, I don't feel like she ever had like a weird, not cute phase in her life. Cause she went from just being an adorable child to just being lovely, like a way to have good genes, Bailey Madison. Anyway, but as great, 
as Grace, I think she does a wonderful job and she hits all of the nuances that she's supposed to and she's really just growing into a little Cassie and I love it. That's true. Yeah. Oh, that was so cute the last season when it was, they realized how similar they are and I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so cute. It's so sweet. It is. If you want to see a super great early Bailey Madison performance, you should watch A Taste of Romance, which is one I love. And she, love that, and that, oh man, there's a scene in there where she's crying that, uh, that I think will Ugh. get the waterworks on, on anybody. Yeah. And you know, they haven't really used her, you know, her powerhouse, which is Bailey Madison crying. Yeah. They, they haven't really utilized it in this show. Yeah. This just the, shows there. how many tools she has. Yeah. There's once, I, I think in the pilot or maybe the first thing where she says, I, I have this intu- intuitive charm have this thing but how could i not know that about dad you know dying and everything and yeah and uh and that's the only time i remember that that she was really crying like that yeah and i think yeah. it makes sense because you don't wouldn't do you wouldn't i mean you might dwell but cassie's child would not dwell on things cassie's child would look outward and try to help people and that's how she finds her joy Boom. but i also love yeah. when grace is and teams up with martha like with the budget scene where yeah. you're trying to get the more money uh, for the park or whatever. And Grace is like, well, we can do this and move things around. And Martha's just like, okay, <laughs> that's really cute. Really, really cute. Um, so, okay. So then we have Nick and he's mm-hmm. played by Reese Matthew Bond is his name, I guess. Um, so this is Sam's son and he starts out and he's definitely like this troublemaker. He's really upset because his parents got divorced and uh and then he kind of they you think that he's gonna be with grace but then he ends up with courtney and back and forth and um i don't know uh georgia what do you think about nick oh gosh um i think that he was a huge, <laughs> huge pain in the beginning remember he was so mean to everyone and he was like he was causing trouble in that first season and he was out uh, the, the library episode and they got stuck in the library, and then and he like the, refused to give them candy. And it was I was so best. Mean. yeah, and I was like, "What the heck, Nick? Like, gosh, you know, Grace isn't doing anything to you. Grace is a nice girl. I was like, anyone who's mean to Grace, I'm not, I'm not happy with you. But then yeah. you find out more about him, and you get to know him, and you go, okay, like I can see why you are the way you are. And I love, I, I really was wondering how they were gonna do it if they were going to pair the two of them up and the parents, because I was like, that's just going to be weird. Don't that's do just that. some weird Brady Bunch shenanigans right there. <laughs> yeah. we're not <laughs> Such a great reference. Um, yeah. But I was like, please don't do that. Cause that'll just be super uncomfortable. And I really like the way that they've played it out where now they're like brother and sister and they're best friends. And um, I, I hate that they're fighting. It bums me out, but I think he does such a good job of, of being angsty, but also being likable. Mm-hmm. You know, I like him so much more now. I saw him in the last season and I was like, he's just such a, like, he's such a, a good actor. I mean, I knew that, but to see him and then the fact that he hides his accent every week is also really impressive yeah. because he has such a good accent. And it's just, it's nice. It's nice that it doesn't ever feel like he's acting when you see him. It just seems like it's super believable that's his dad and then he loves Cassie I love his relationship with Cassie because she's steady and he's she's safe and she's always there for him and yeah I enjoy his character so much more now than I did in the beginning for sure mm-hmm. 
Agreed. I don't even have to have anything to add. Nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I particularly liked yeah. in Spellbound that yeah. whole the whole plot of him getting like lost and getting being in the um in uh, and I'm looking for him. I thought that was in him trying to scare his dad. Like that was a really cute I thought plot line. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah he's sure. fine for me. He's just a teenager. I don't know. Whatever. Um and <laughs> Rachel, if there's two things Rachel hates, just write them off again. Everything I like, and I'm <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not fighting that again. If there's two things Rachel doesn't really like, it's teenagers and weddings. Yes. So, yes. frankly, <laughs> that's why we disagree on a lot. June brides uh, is going to be rough for me, but I, I'm trying my best. Uh, I just don't like it. No. Whiny people that, like are very selfish uh and t- teenagers and brides tend to fit that mold i really love yeah. to entertain it's just something about like the the bridezillas i can't handle um okay. rachel hates people who have opinions yeah. that aren't hers <laughs> so false so false don't all opinionated people though <laughs> word oh, <man>. word <laughs> oh well <laughs> Um, uh, like if we made, if we made a, a, like a top 50 list of our favorite top 50 movies, I guarantee you there would be more on my list that you would hate than your list that I would hate. Guaranteed. We'll see. We'll see someday. (laughs) You know, it's true. That's why you took the answer. Do it and see. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) I love it. Um, okay, so then we have we uh, we have a couple other characters that um, we have Stephanie, who um, played by Kylie Evans, and she Stephanie. owns the local bistro, and she dates Sam for a little while, and then she ends up dating handyman Ben, um, and uh, she doesn't get along with Abigail, and the two of them bicker back and forth, and um, we'll talk about Abigail next. <laughs> but um, but do you have any thoughts about Stephanie? Amber. I really like Stephanie. I think she's a good addition to the show. Um, she was kind of useless, frankly, for a while there, but her storyline really picked up with the introduction of Ben, the perfect man. And uh, I can't say that I uh, love Ben more than her, but I do love Ben more than her. But their storyline together is awesome. And as long as they don't say, ouch, she's never going to listen. Um, so, (laughs) not now, not now, well, she never was, but I, uh, no, but I really like their storyline, and I like, I mean, to be fair, I like what Ben brings out in her, whereas before, she was pretty one-dimensional, and she now has a little bit more depth, so she's more interesting. Yeah, I agree, I, and I like the dynamic between... Abigail and Stephanie. I think they're fun. I like that. Um, what about you? Do you have any thoughts on Stephanie? I love it. It's my favorite. Let's see. Um, I think she's hilarious. Stephanie's always been super, super funny to me. I just mm-hmm. think she's, I like that she was always lighthearted. She didn't bring a lot of drama or anything. Yeah. Uh, but she and Abigail together are, I, I, I don't like to play favorites, but if I'm going to say they're my favorites, like those two together are so funny. I love it because they're so similar but then they're 
they think that they're so different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they act like, oh, well, this one's really annoying. And it's like, it's only because they're doing the exact same thing you would have done in that situation. Really what? Abigail, too. Like, she was brought on as kind of an antagonist character, I feel like, uh, to, like, counter. Yeah, yeah. But then I feel like she's now just kind of a fun yeah. character. Like, I really liked the whole thing when she started the chocolates, mm-hmm. that whole thing. That was fun. And she just keeps yeah. the episode where she's <laughs> getting more and yeah. more flowers. And, and the, uh, that was a good one, I thought, for her. Um, I don't know what do you think of Abigail yeah. Amber um, sometimes she really bugs yeah. not gonna lie she, has, she hasn't grown on you at all um, no but she has definitely grown on me from the first movie the, the thing is like a lot of times even once we know like what's her goal and why she's being all weird and shifty um, sometimes it still doesn't even make full sense to me like what her motivation is like why is she even acting this way and it's hard for me to like characters if I can't understand why they're doing things. Mm-hmm. I'm a very motivated person, so I need yeah. their motivations. Otherwise, I think she I just, just don't wants get attention. It. <laughs> a lot of it, and Cassie gets the attention, and so she, she, that's kind of a lot of her motivation. Wanting she- attention is not enough of a motivation for me. Okay. I need more. <laughs> a lot of the time, especially in the beginning, she was doing stuff. But she was trying to help people, and she was just, she does it in the opposite way. I mean, she's such a a classic antagonist, and that she forces people to change and grow in, like, negative ways, not negative ways, but through being sort of the enemy. And she's not afraid to do that, because she knows that eventually they're going to get to where they need to be. So she's not afraid to be unpopular to get people where they need to be and get them to do what they need to do. Yeah. And I I love that. It started out that way, but I think by the third season. I think they're having to soften her. I think by the third season, she really had almost dropped most of the antagonist side and was really just kind of maybe a little catty, yeah. a little, uh, you know, kind of a rivalry with Stephanie and, and, uh, but I mean, Grace and her have a pretty good friendship, yeah. I think. And, and, uh, so she's just kind of become like a edgier version of Cassie in a way. Um, but, uh, so I enjoy her performance. Sarah exactly. yeah. is the actress there. And uh, then, yeah, you have um, George, played by Peter McNeil, um, and he's just kind of the grandpa figure. And uh, and then you did have Linda, who is um, Sam's ex-wife, and Gabriel Miller. And I love Gabriel Miller, but she's probably not her, my favorite role of hers, playing the ex-wife, trying to trying uh, to <laughs> trying to get back with Sam, which in yeah. in the most like uncomfortable way possibly could. that was not my favorite plot line yeah I was so super uninterested by it that yeah. one point I was watching it and I rewound the episode like eight times because there were a bunch of deer in the background and I was trying to count how many <laughs> fun fact like eight it was amazing wow. Look at that. Old Toronto, huh? you're not serious did you uh, actually a hundred percent serious oh I was like dad because my dad's the world's best deer spotter it was like, Dad, come here. You gotta see this. There's so many deer. We spotted them. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Like oh, that's how interested I was in their storyline. Yeah. No it offense. Was, wasn't my favorite. I agree. She. I don't know. Uh, but but yeah. And then finally, you had uh, Noah Cap playing uh, playing Derek, who was the chief of police. And uh, I guess he's not in the season, which makes me sad because I thought he was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Him. I am devastated because he was one of my favorites. Yeah. 
uh, I guess uh, you just obvious. if you're suddenly the Canadian version of Chris Harrison and you're just too good for the good witch whatevs <laughs> yeah it's too bad <laughs> him. he's, he's the Canadian version of Chris Harrison yeah he was the host of The Bachelor in Canada yeah that's what Catherine told us, at least. And she's stop. Uh, he does all the food stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, he's on the Food Network. So oh. I don't know why, but like, yeah. just come be in one episode, Noah. <laughs> Upcoming season, we did find out from our interview with Catherine Disher that there's going to be a big twist, which is pretty exciting. Um, and <laughs> we don't know what the twist yeah. is, but she she's such a tease. Yeah, yeah. Tease us. <laughs> Uh, so, do you have any <laughs> uh, do you have any expectations, uh, Georgia, going into this new season, of what you'd like to see or what you what you think you'll see? I don't know that you're going to be super happy with my answer, but I honestly wouldn't mind seeing a wedding. Mm-hmm. No, because for sure. I, I just I, I want them to yeah. get married, obviously. Yeah, I dislike weddings when they're insufferable brides, and we know that Cassie will not be an insufferable yeah. bride. So I will like her wedding. Yeah. Just yeah. to clarify. I mean, to be fair, we okay. literally have already... So, okay, we have a wedding. wedding on the way. <laughs> yes, I agree. I, that'll be really nice. That'll be nice to see. Yeah. Uh, um, I would I think. I it. think Abigail should have some more story on. Yeah, I'd like to see them do more with her character. I think that'd be fun. Amber, what they about you? They definitely had yeah. better pay off on the, like, psychic painter painting because we still haven't seen the actual scene from the psychic painter painting mm-hmm. where, like, Grace is yelling at Sam at Nick and Sam and Cassie are like sitting hand by hand but not holding hands like we need to have that scene or I will be very mad because you can't just yeah. introduce some weird psychic painter guy and not pay off on it that's just bananas yeah yeah, yeah everyone knows you pay off on the psychic painter that's just <laughs> it's, it's television it's 101 duh. every show does yeah, yeah. <laughs> season we're excited to cover it and uh, let us know in the comment section what you want to have happen what are you looking forward to what you think of the show and uh, we and on twitter or whatever we'll talk about it it'll be super fun and we're kind of covering it every week and we'll try to live tweet as well uh and uh, it's just gonna be a good time hallmark channel we have on saturday we have the beach house our uh, Hallmark Hall of Fame uh, entry for this spring. And uh, are you looking forward to that at all, Amber? Am I looking forward to that movie? That is a loaded question. (laughs) Am I excited to see Minka Kelly and Chad Michael Murray? Murray? Absolutely. Am I looking forward to a show that's going to be like, Save the turtles with the side of love. Ah, I'm not positive. <laughs> but like, I like turtles and I like love. So let's see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, how do you, are you excited about the beach house? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I feel the same way where I'm, the storyline is not necessarily something that would capture me from the beginning. But if you say Chad Michael Murray's in a Hallmark movie, like I have to see what that's about. I do. Yeah. And like now that Chad Michael Murray's on the a Hallmark stable of actors and Joy Lance, Bethany Joy is in the stable of actors. Don't we need a One Tree Hill reunion? I got you. 
Hey, you, you could have um, Hallmark. You could have uh, Hillary Burton. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, and Hillary yes. Burton. Oh, all three yeah. of them. Don't make it be actually One Tree Hill. Just put all three of them in the movie together. That's the ratings exactly. would explode. Yeah. Yeah. Candace Cameron Bure, eat your heart out. <laughs> With the three of us. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I haven't I've been oh, blown yeah. away by what I, I mean. I, but I do love anything about the beach and the ocean is my favorite. So I'll enjoy at least for the scenery alone. I will really like that. And uh, so, yes, yeah, so we have that on Saturday. And then we have uh, The Good Witch premiering on Sunday. So pretty exciting stuff. And uh, next week on the podcast, we are going to be talking about Hallmark Hall of Fame. We'll talk about the Beach House and three other uh, things that we haven't picked yet <laughs> for Hallmark Hall of Fame that we're going to talk about next week. So make sure you check that out. <laughs> and we also have next Monday, we have our interview with William Bibiani, critic and Hallmark fan. Uh, that's super fun. And we rank the Alicia Witt movies, all six. And it's really fun you guys are gonna love it and uh so lots of fun stuff coming up on the podcast and at hallmark channel and thanks uh thanks so much for uh joining us georgia to talk about the good witch and we're so excited to have you on board this season on twitter and instagram i'm georgia speech like the word speech because it's supposed to be like peach but you know i'm talking so it's georgia like the state and speech the word all one thing no spaces or numbers or anything great We'll put that in the uh, description section. And Amber, how can people find you? Um, as always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on uh, YouTube and on iTunes. And I will be having my review of Avengers Infinity War probably on Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to my channel as well. It should be pretty fun. So. Uh, make sure you're subs you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter and all of their social media. And we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, YouTube. We're available everywhere. So make sure you, you follow us. And uh, thanks again. And uh, we'll look forward to watching The Good Witch this weekend. Bye. Bye.